Hey everyone, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life, and I want to welcome you to episode 53 of Limiting Live, where the patients get to interview the guests. And today we are joined by a group of awesome guys here. We have Omar and we have Francesco. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so today, guys, we're actually going to flip the script and we're going to actually talk to um, these patients about their leg length discrepancy. So we do a lot of stature lengthening talk on the channel. I know you guys morph the channel into stature lengthening, but um, limb lengthening, this is all about limb lengthening. And today we're going to talk about the people who have height differences. And um, so what we're going to do, I'm going to start off by going through with Omar's story, and then we're going to talk about Francesco's story, and then we're going to open up to live chat at the end so everybody can ask questions, um, and then we'll go from there. All right, so let's go ahead and get the show on the road. So Omar, um, we just started chatting, I think, a couple weeks back. And, um, you know, you, you told me your story through messaging, but then just backstage, you were just telling me your story and it's super, super impressive, um, but about what you had done. So let's go ahead and tell the crowd about what your leg length discrepancy was and, um, how you got it fixed. So do you want me to start from where I started with you or, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right on. I know, I know, round two. No worries. <laughs> so, so yeah, so growing up as a kid, um, I've always been extremely active and, uh, we just always. So my issue, I wasn't sure if it was congenital or if it was a uh, due to a car accident I got into when I was younger. But uh, long story short, I would be hurting my back playing sports, playing basketball, working out uh, all the time. And for I, every time I was always dealing with like physios and chiros, and they would be telling me, "Oh, you got to stretch more, you got to do this." And it it drove me nuts because I, that's all I was doing is I would be stretching. I would, especially given how active I was. And then um, it wasn't until I talked to my family doctor that he requested a full leg length X-ray. And it turned out that my right femur was about 2.8 centimeters shorter than my left. And then my right fib, fib was uh, around the same, like 2.6, 2.7. So uh, that was obviously <clears throat> throwing off my hips significantly. And, and as a result, I had uh, scoliosis because over the years I was uh, shrinking in height <clears throat> as opposed to getting taller, which is, again, didn't make sense, but uh, as a growing kid. So uh, now I have like a slight scoliosis and Thankfully, uh, I, my doctor re referred me to Dr. Kuchinad, is uh, the surgeon who did my uh, surgery here in, in, in Canada, in Calgary. And um, yeah, so we it kept on getting pushed. It, this was about dating back now like four or five years. And obviously with COVID, it got pushed back even more. But thankfully, this last April, I finally got it done. And uh, so they went through the tip fib. And we weren't sure entirely if I was going to get the full length to going through this, uh, just the tip fib. And I had some concerns about uh, like knee height differences and stuff like that. But my surgeon kind of assured me like it's not going to be that big of a deal and ultimately as long as i stay on top of my my physio and stretching and stuff like that it shouldn't be too bad but we were able to get about four four and a half centimeters on my tip fib yeah. and uh it's made a world of a difference so you, even i've sent you some x-rays there you can see the difference in my hips uh it's completely been fixed um and yeah now i'm just on the mend still i still have the i still have it on and uh still waiting for the, the bone to fully fuse mm -hmm. and uh, hopefully start rehab after that yeah, I'm actually going to pull up your x-rays here in a second um, uh, to show everybody. Let me just get them. Um, but while I'm doing that, can you tell everybody like what, how active you were um, prior to the, the surgery and like the issues you were having? You mentioned like you had some, you know, like um, obliquity, pelvic obliquity, meaning like scoliosis and like your hips were a different mm -hmm. level. How did that affect, you know, your athleticism and your, your physical activity? Yeah, so I, I compete in uh, natural bodybuilding and powerlifting. And I did a few uh, CrossFit competitions as well. So like for me in terms of uh, activity and I, and I played uh, high school uh, basketball and I continue to still play very high level competitive basketball. And 
um, just the constant impact or heavy lifting or whatever, it, uh, it would constantly completely almost disable me whenever I'd uh, throw my back out. And it was uh, one of those things where I remember one day I was squatting and it was yeah. like only 220, 225. And uh, I literally just like collapsed to the ground. Like <laughs> I couldn't get up and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? So there was uh, obviously something extremely wrong. And then for years after I found that um, issue, I then uh, went and saw a podiatrist who gave me like a, a heel lift uh, yeah. to put in my shoe, which honestly it did make things a little bit better, but it, it, then it created other problems. So now like, mm. because I didn't have a proper like stabilization with my feet because I have this stupid little thing on my shoe now, um, mm -hmm. it caused like knee issues or, or like for me to play basketball, I would get like create crazy blisters on my feet because my foot's like not proper, like constantly sliding. And it was just like a constant, like it was always one other sh issue. So. I'm really hoping that uh, after this is all good, like uh, a lot of the, I can go back to being as active as I was. But yeah, I was um, again with bodybuilding. I'm training seven, sometimes even more days a week. Uh, powerlifting, same thing. So like it's uh, um, that's why when I saw your your channel there, I, I I saw that you and I have a lot of uh, similarities. So I feel like it was great just to see those. Uh, you kind of inspired me to even go through with it because I'm like I'm honestly like I, I don't <laughs> I don't want to go through this process and then not be able to return back to the way I was training and, and how active I was. So it was kind of a, I, w I waited out to see if it's worth it. And honestly, like seeing you go through with it, I'm like, Hey, you know what, if, if this guy can do it, hopefully, uh, hopefully I can do it too. So. Dude, that, kudos to you. It's a hundred percent worth it. I can tell you that right now. And, uh, when was your surgery? Like, I know you said it got pushed back because of COVID and everything like that, but when was the actual date? I think was it April. You said April uh, 22nd. Yeah. April 22nd. Okay. Gotcha. So it was of yeah. this year. Um, so you got that done with the tip fib, uh, four point, five centimeters uh, yeah. that really helped kind of even out you still have a little bit of a discrepancy how much do you have left honestly i based off the x-rays like he's saying i don't so like and that's okay. the thing like we we did we did do an um uh we did measure it and, and it looks pretty even but again it's uh even to be honest with you i feel like uh because i've been mm -hmm. using my left leg for everything yeah I'm, I'm i'm assuming it just like uh everything's kind of compacted there because i still i feel like my right leg might even be longer now <laughs> which i really that's hope good. isn't the case but but we'll see. That looks incredible. Look at that. Like that's, that's guys, he got a, uh, I think it's a tasteful, uh, Taylor spatial frame that he got on his, uh, that's what it looks like or some sort of hexapod. And he got it on his right tibia and fibula. Um, and he distracted 4.5 centimeters and his doc is saying that his hips look matched up. And from it, it looks just like that. I'm, I can't, obviously I'm not as, I don't have a little computer software exactly. that they do but yeah. uh it looks really really good the a and b line <laughs> this looks really yeah. good and this was in canada yeah that's right in calgary wow. alberta yeah very very cool okay and then i think you actually sent me uh, a few more pictures let me just see if i can switch them over yeah. um while i'm doing that um yeah man so you got the surgery done what was it like for you with the external fixator because you don't have an internal nail this is not lengthening over now this is a pure external fixator what was it like getting it you know these pins going in through your leg fixating into your bone um obviously you didn't have to bypass that through that uh, patellar tendon so that's one big you know uh win i guess you can say what was yeah. the pain like having an external fixator on honestly like um i i remember waking up after the surgery being like what the f did i just do <laughs> and uh because yeah, I, I literally could not move my leg. It was so swollen. There was so much edema and uh, it, it hurt like hell. And <clears throat> even given how much uh, painkillers I was on, I could still feel the pain. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, for the first, I'd say two to two to four weeks would probably the, the peak uh, painful time. And it's uh, and then once I started distraction, uh, mm -hmm. again, you'd have the, I'd have waves of like brutal pain if I didn't take my, uh, my pain meds on time and stuff like that. 
mm-hmm. but uh, I had there's a few pins. I don't know if you can see it at this in this X-ray. You won't see it, but I had yeah. a few. So the bulk of the pins are drilled into the into the bones, but then I had two pins that were kind of like drainage pins that went all the way through. So okay. those ones were were a pain in the ass because they any any time I flexed and extended my knee, the mm-hmm. pin would literally go in and out, and it would it would constantly cause like uh, the wound around where the pin is to never heal. So yeah. I was all constantly dealing with like uh, getting uh, like cleaning out my pin sites and and like collect like pretty much it was just it just it w- that was extremely painful because literally every time I move my foot or ankle or knee, I would uh, I would feel that pin move, and it was extremely annoying. It, it was. Painful at times, but uh, yeah. more so annoying than anything else. And yeah. uh, I would say now I'm at a point where I'm I'm fine. Actually, as of this week, uh, hobbling I call it. I don't really call it walking yet, but I'm uh, <laughs> hobbling on one leg without crutches. So it's uh, it's tender for sure, but it's it's still progress. So like for me, I'm 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 allowed to be weight bearing as much as possible now, which is good. So yeah. I'm just constantly again trying to put more and more weight on it and progressively uh, getting stronger there and just help with the the healing process. So. That's incredible. When so that was as of this week that he kind of cleared you to weight bear. No, so I was cleared to weight bear probably uh, like a month or like six weeks ago. Okay. And uh, but but regardless of uh, like I still had to use crutches like no matter what uh, like I just was able to put a little bit more weight on it. But like at the end of the day, it was still there's no way in hell like even till now, unless yeah. I do a proper warm up and stuff like that, I can't fully stand on one leg on that broken leg until. Uh, until I'm out, it's like properly warmed up. So the, uh, that was one thing that was, was frustrating is that I think, uh, I expected my recovery to be a lot quicker, but mm-hmm. then, um, based off the research and stuff, and even like watching your videos, I think for every centimeter gained, you want to expect at least four to six weeks, uh, recovery. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. so that's, I completely, I thought in three months, you know what, I'm going to be all healed up. I'm good to go, but that definitely wasn't the case. Yeah, man, that's incredible. And, 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 you know, that's also a difference because this is a pure external fixator. You don't have that other full uh, trauma Support, nail in there. Right? Kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how much do you weigh, Omar? So I'm like two, I started 210, I'm around 200 pounds. 200, hey, that's the same weight as me, man. That's incredible. And, uh, well, everybody in the, 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 the chat's going to ask you later, but go ahead and tell them how tall you are. <laughs> oh, um, uh, so I was, I'd say, I used to say I'm uh, almost six feet. So I'm yeah. uh, now I'm, I'd say... Uh, before this, I was oh, like underneath five eleven because of the scoliosis and stuff. But now I'd say I'm around like six one. That's incredible. That is, yeah. isn't that? That's what I'm talking about. Like a two inch gain. It's because yeah. you get that boost in stature. And do you feel yeah. like? Do you feel better that you reclaimed your height, if you will? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Even now, right? Like small, simple things to like fix. Because I know a big part of the the missing gap in terms of height is is due to my spine scoliosis. Absolutely. So again, just trying to just get a lot more mobility and rotation and, and extension in that spine, just to help correct that right now. So. Yeah, so. uh, that's that's one hundred percent what it is. It's because of the spinal curvature and because of the discrepancy all that time and what you were doing deadlifts and squats with two twenty five. And um, what was your your top squat weight uh, like weight that you squatted with? I just want to know that you what you did with the discrepancy, and then I just yeah. want to kind of tell you what to look forward to in the future. So most I did was, uh, was four four twenty five. Okay, and then uh, the most I deadlifted was uh, five uh, five sixty five. Nice. And then, uh, uh, what's it called? Yeah. In turn, yeah. So, do, do, and, but I was, I could lunge, I could lunge with like 225. What? No problem, which is, so that, that was one thing that was, I've always found interesting is like, I could lunge like crazy, but, uh, the, my squat is that, that's one thing I'm extremely looking forward to is like seeing how much my squat goes up because there's, again, squats have always been my most challenging lift for sure. 
Yeah. So, and the really cool thing is, I'll tell you this, is that all those numbers are going to jump up. Uh, they did after mine exponentially after the, the discrepancy fix. Uh, even lunging went up too. But um, the one thing that I got to say that you have over me and a lot of people who do the internal nail is that you didn't go through the patellar tendon. There is going to be nothing wrong with your knee. Um, you're going to have just full force output through that knee. And it's going to be incredible. So look forward awesome. to that. Um, I don't think it was like a huge you know, decrease, but if it was even three to 5%, um, it's something that you don't have to deal with. So congratulations. Yeah. Keep healing up. We'll be right back uh, in a couple of weeks. But um, Francesco, tell us a little bit about your leg length discrepancy. Um, how big is your discrepancy and um, how did you get it? Okay. Uh, hi. Um, hi to, uh, to everybody. Um, uh, sorry for my English, but I am from Italy, so be patient, please. <laughs> and uh, so uh, basically, my I have a Black like discrepancy of about uh, one centimeter, uh, one one dot uh, two centimeter. One uh, um, my left leg is shorter, um, so I have a femur. My uh, left right femur that is uh, uh, seven millimeters uh, longer than uh, the other one. And my tibia fibula. Uh, that is uh, no TB, I think. Uh, that is um, three millimeters or so on longer than uh, the other one. Um, I I, li I listened to the, the guy that I don't remember the name uh, of the other guy, mm -hmm. uh, and I I heard that uh, he has a uh, five centimeters of a leg uh, discrepancy, and. Uh, um, I think that my my leg uh, discrepancy. The doctors say doctors and therapists say that is uh, too too um, too short too short to be a problem for a postural issue. Okay, uh, so um, my um, and uh, moreover, this uh, leg uh, discrepancy uh, is um, from my birth. I think or uh, I think from. Uh, my when I was uh, fourteen and uh, etc. When you grow up, I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, I don't know if uh, this uh, leg discrepancy is uh, uh, the cause of my problems, but uh, it's been uh, for uh, fifteen years uh, or so on that I have. Uh, mm, quite big problems uh, with all my right side from my uh, from my foot to my head uh, basically because all my right side is uh, um, uh, such as uh, uh, rigid blocked okay yeah. um, and is uh, a problem for my daily life uh, mm -hmm. not all only for the sport because I uh, always practiced uh, uh, sports, uh, bodybuilding, uh, and, uh, and so on. But, but also for uh, my daily life, uh, such uh, as um, my job uh, to do domestic uh, works uh, in my home, to, uh, at my home. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Uh, it's been uh, mm, since uh, it's been since. Uh, mm, Four five years that I'm uh, with uh, several that I've been with several uh, ortho uh, some orthopedics and uh, therapists, uh, but uh, 
all of them uh, said the same thing that is uh, uh, that the uh, lack discrepancy isn't uh, the problem uh, at the base of my um, at the base of my issues mm, okay I see. So, uh, what i wanted to to know if uh, uh, is uh, if there is uh, someone out there that uh, uh, has a lack discrepancy uh, like the like mine like the mine mm -hmm. uh, and uh, had to uh, have uh, surgery so leg uh, lengthening lengthening surgery to uh, improve uh, uh, eventual problems okay yeah if, uh, very, very, yeah okay well, th thank you so much for sharing your story. So um, I'll just do a little recap. So apparently you have a 1.2 centimeter discrepancy. You visited a lot of orthopedic surgeons over the past five years, you said, and all of them have said that it's not medically, you know, it's not the medical reason why you're feeling pain in your back and your whole right side and everything like that. Um, they think it's probably functional or something like that. And um, however, there have been surgeons who have operated on patients with a very small discrepancy as long as it is symptomatic and it you know affects you within your your daily life your athletics and everything you do then that is cause for um, some sort of fix whether it's a shoe lift or if you're like hey look i don't want to just do a shoe lift you can do discrepancy i mean limb lengthening on any amount uh, the only thing is, is that will insurance cover it that's the big thing i don't know how it is over there in italy um my my family's from Italy, but I, I don't know how it is over there with insurance. But um, what what are the problems that you have? Like, is it like your lower back, like Omar here, and like everything that he had? No, my problems is uh, basically is a uh, um, ah I forgot to say that uh, yeah, um, it's been for uh, two years now that uh, I wear I wear a, a shoe lift in my sure. left uh, left shoe. Uh, about uh, one centimeter, okay. okay. Uh, but uh, this uh, has improved in some way the uh, the, the part of my body that is uh, uh, above my hips, okay. Mm. Uh, but uh, the problems uh, uh, remains of my lower part of my body, um, and basically is uh, all. Uh, such like uh, blocked uh, tensions and uh, and so on 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 my longer side, okay, from my neck uh, to my also for, to uh, very much in my uh, pelvic area and uh, hips, uh, gluteus uh, yeah. and all my right leg, yeah. and, uh, and the same is uh, above uh, on my neck, uh, my right shoulder. Uh, not so much uh, in my lower back, uh, if yeah, I yeah. be honest. Uh, but uh, uh, is a very <laughs> complicated uh, case. Uh, the mine, I mean, at least, at least uh, uh, this is what uh, all the doctors say. Uh, mm -hmm. But I don't know if uh, um, they say also that uh, they also say that uh, if the problem uh, uh, should be. The leg discrepancy, uh, the show lift uh, should correct them. Okay, should mm. correct uh, the problems. Uh, since uh, I I'm wearing the show lift uh, since two years. Okay, mm. um, so I don't know if uh, yeah. the leg. Okay, 
it, it's great that you brought that up because Omar was talking about that earlier. And Omar, can you kind of go back to that? You had your, you said your, was it chiropractor or podiatrist said they gave yeah. you a shoe lift. How big was the shoe lift and what, what did it help with and what did it not help with? So it didn't, um, so it helped with like day to day. Um, like before I used to throw out my back, like bending over to, to pick something off the ground. But mm -hmm. so like those small little minuscule things that, uh, it helped with significantly. And even for me to lift, it just gave me more confidence to actually like continue lifting aggressively and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, the, the, they couldn't go that, uh, like I tried going thicker with a, uh, he lift. like initially they gave me a, uh, I think 0 0.7, like just under, uh, like just under a centimeter because he said we can't make it too, too big, too big because then it can cause other issues, blah, blah, blah. So mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, whatever. So like, I did notice a slight uh, difference, but then on my own, I tried to get a bigger heel lift. Yeah. But again, because it wasn't, uh, because I'm like, oh, it, feel, it feels good with 0.7, maybe I'll try to <laughs> fix it on my own here. That was a bad idea because then I ended up getting like brutal knee issues on that side. And yeah. there's just, your body's, your body finds ways to, to compensate. And that's, if, if certain things are out of whack, then it just mm -hmm. makes the, the root issue worse, right? So, um, so for me, like I couldn't, uh, I had to go back to my other heel lift and it, it still allowed me to play sports, but again, like I would still hurt my back every now and then, but it was like few and far between compared to before. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm so glad that you really brought that up because here's the thing for very physically active guys who like, like I said, us bodybuilders here, um, people who run, jump and do this aggressive, high intensity athletics, um, shoe lifts only help so much. Like Omar said, it's just for like everyday low maintenance activities. But once you kick it up into high gear, it's going to hurt. And I had the same thing. I got a two inch shoe lift, um, which was a little bit more even than my discrepancy. And I got knee pain. I got hip pain. It's because like you said, your body can compensate for it. So there, so after the last x-rays I showed you there, there was, there was quite a significant uh, change in, mm -hmm. in bone growth. Um, so he was hoping by the next month, okay. if he see, or actually in three weeks, we have another x-ray to see if, uh, if there's more bone growth. Yeah. And if there is, then we might be looking at taking an external fixator off in the next uh, one, four to six weeks after that. Wow. So, dude, that's incredible. Well, which is awesome. Because yeah. honestly, I, I thought I was going to have this on for Yeah. For the, for the whole like year probably. But yeah, you'll be walking by like Christmas yeah. probably for sure, man. Very, very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'll keep in touch with you guys so that we can have it for other LLD um, roundtables and, you know, discussions. And um, if you guys have any questions, let me know. And um, if anybody has questions for them, feel free to send it to me and I'll, I'll pass it along to them. All right, guys. Um, this is Victor from Cyborg for Life. We have Omar and Francesco. Uh, we are signing out. See you next time. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.